Welcome to That's the Word, Wholesome Tales for the Whole Family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, The Ladies' Reception. Deep in her heart, Sister Teresa was praising God. Looking around her, everything was as she envisioned it to be. Though burdened at a young age with leadership, she was at peace as the crowd gathered around for the solemn ceremony. The Lord always provides, she thought as she recalled a recent meeting with an official who made arrangements for the ceremony, confirming that Sister Teresa had faithfully fulfilled her duties as a nun and a religious superior. Sister Teresa glanced at her sisters, seeing that they were ready for the ceremony to begin. She intoned the famous hymn, the Te Deum, a hymn of praise to God. Quickly, the sisters began to follow suit as they gathered in procession. Sister Teresa loved the hymn, sung for centuries by the Christian faithful. The crowd quietly listened to the chanted words, Te Deum Ladamus, Te Dominum Confitemur, Cherubim and Seraphim sing in endless praise, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of power and might, Heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. As the hymn came to an end, Sister Teresa saw the tall lady who had brought the audience together. The crowd was stunned by the nuns who were all overjoyed as they approached the ceremony, as if it was their wedding day. As the chant came to an end, Sister Teresa approached an unwilling officiant. Sister, he confessed, I did not want to be here today. Sister Teresa touched his arm and gazed into his eyes. Nonetheless, she said. Let us proceed. But I do have some concessions. The officiant listened and agreed that the nuns could finish their devotion as Sister Teresa saw fit and that she could determine the order by which the nuns would be received by the tall lady. Sister Teresa went back to the sisters full of confidence proceeding to ask the novice to make her vows, supported by the rest of the sisters, as they renewed their vows in the presence of their superior, the tall lady, and the crowd. Sister Teresa observed that the nuns were now ready to proceed. The newly professed nun approached Sister Teresa and knelt to receive a blessing. Sister Teresa unveiled a tiny terracotta statuette of the Madonna with child, which the young nun kissed. She looked up at her superior, 
with a smile on her face and a tear coming down her cheek, and asked, Mother, may I go to the lady? Sister Teresa looked at the young nun, and with her free hand touched the side of her face, and said, Go, my daughter. The nun rose and went to the tall lady. The crowd remained hushed as one by one each nun followed suit, approaching their superior for a blessing, reverencing the statuette, and receiving permission to proceed to the lady. The procession was accompanied by an ancient hymn of praise to God. There was complete silence from the crowd throughout the ceremony. Soon, there was no other nun for Sister Teresa to receive. She turned and faced the tall lady. She looked down at the statuette that was in her hand, kissed it, and made the sign of the cross. She started to make her way to the lady, but then paused. Sister Teresa, a woman fully in charge, realized that she did not have a plan for the statuette. Her hesitation was noticed, and a woman from the crowd approached the religious superior and offered to take it. Sister Teresa was touched by this small act of kindness and entrusted the statuette to the woman. She then turned her eyes to the tall lady, who beckoned her to come forward and to be received. Ten days later, Maximilien de Robespierre himself met this tall lady, and less than two months later, the dreaded period associated with his name, France's Reign of Terror, came to an end. During this period of terror, Thousands of men and women were brutally executed, and the church suffered great persecution. Exemplified by Blessed Teresa of St. Augustine and her fifteen companions, who were executed by Madame Guillotine in a grand and public fashion, giving witness to what the authorities deemed as childish beliefs and silly religious practices. And for that witness, they are known today as the martyrs of Compagnie. And for this week, that's the word. Before we share more details of our story today, Jean-Pierre and I have a special announcement for everyone that allows us to share more of the story with you on your own time. So... We have launched a brand new website for That's the Word. And on this website, we now have a section called Story Extras, where when we have more information on a story or more things to share with you, we're going to post this on Story Extras. And you can go to the website after listening to the story, and you can see things like pictures or resources about each of these stories that we've come across in our research and that we want to share with you. If you want to see the mugshot from the fugitive from Catch Him If You Can, or if you want to read the campaign advice from a tween, 
or you would like to play the Butcher Paper board game, or learn anything more about any of these stories that we've told here, then head on over to sonsofthunderrock.com and you can check out these extras after you listen to the show. And how can people find this again? So we'll have this on our website under story extras. We'll also have a link in the show notes on the podcast, on each podcast. And if you want to look at it through Apple Podcasts, and we'll also share it every week in our weekly newsletter, which you can also sign up for at sonsofthunderrock.com. We're really excited about this, and we hope you enjoy this resource. And now, more about today's story. Just so that we are all clear, the story's reference to the tall lady is the guillotine. The execution device, not a lady named Madame Guillotine. That's correct. It's actually funny, because we think of the guillotine as this horrible... Uh, destructive weapon because it was used in the reign of terror to kill so many innocent people, but it was actually devised originally as a more humane approach to execution because you mean you get a good, ex- good lop off the head every time versus a human executioner who, I mean, this would happen. They'd make mistakes mm-hmm. and that's a lot more painful than getting it off of one clean blow. So the person who named or the person who invented the guillotine, though, is not named guillotine. And that actually doesn't come from the person who invented it. This is a funny story here. This is like when Al Gore said that he invented the internet and got raked by the media for it. So there was a politician named Joseph Ignace Guillotine, who was, or maybe Ignace, Joseph Ignace Guillotine. We're not French. We're not French. So he was a opponent, actually, of the death penalty. And he proposed a guillotine as a solution just to make executions. If we're going to do executions, let's make them a bit more humane. But he made the mistake during one of his speeches of saying, now with my machine, I cut off your head in the twinkling of an eye and you never feel it. And so the French media raked him for calling it my machine. And so they started calling it guillotine. And it was so horrible that actually his family changed their last name to kill the association with their family. Another fascinating historical fact is that Sister Teresa of St. Augustine was born in very lowly circumstances, and she didn't have a dowry to enter the Carmelite monastery. This plight was made known to another Carmelite nun who happened to be born into the royal family. She was the daughter of Louis the 15th, and she would be the aunt of the future Louis the 16th. And so she convinced her nephew's wife, Marie Antoinette, to cover the dowry for Madeline to enter the Carmelite monastery, where she was given the name Sister Teresa of St. Augustine, and she would eventually be the mother superior for the sisters of the Carmelites in Compagnie. If you enjoy That's the Word, please share the word. You can sign up for our weekly newsletter at sonsofthunderrock.com. That's also where you can find our social links and our email if you want to reach out to us. And now you can also find our show notes if you want to learn more about any of the stories that we tell here, including this one. Thanks for listening and join us next Wednesday for another wholesome tale for the whole family.